Hello and welcome to Pixel Pals. My name is Zach and I'm joined by my good friend, Zana Dude. We got a dope episode for you guys today. We got a cool interview coming up in a little bit. And right now we're just going to shoot the shit, chit chat. You know how it be. Zach's trying to appeal to the youth by saying dope. Um, so I'm goaded <laughs> with, the, with the sauce, okay? Uh, even though our demographics on Anchor would suggest that uh, that is not our biggest listener base. So uh, we are going to talk a little bit about news and gaming, and then we're going to cut to our interview with me. this week zach lots of things happened this week fucking starfield bro i devastating I'll, I'll, how, okay, how bummed are you? okay okay i'm not mad at all really because they have said time and time again that they don't want it to be a cyberpunk they want yeah. it to launch i mean it's a Bethesda game so it's going to launch really buggy but they want it to launch and it be playable which is you know very adamant of them uh a lot of people are mad though because xbox has a no exclusives right now no, I had to look up a list of Xbox exclusives because Ooh. I in the other ciders. No, I wait, wait, wait. New segment. I guess these. I could only I name the one that I found. Really? Um, yeah, there's not a Halo. Lot. Well, that yeah, that that doesn't count. Because what happened to Rise Son of Rome? Remember that one it launched with like the Xbox one? I don't actually. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I it, looked, it looked one. dope, but I never played it. Yeah, so Xbox doesn't have any exclusives. Redfall was also delayed, and that is being produced by Arkham Austin. Um, huh. Arcane Austin. I was going to say Arkham? Arkham, Arkham yeah, like the night. Um, Arcane Austin, they made Deathloop. Uh, they Ugh. made... Shut up. <laughs> they made Deathloop. Uh, they made the Dishonored series. They did, yeah. Which were good games. Those were good. Those were really good. Zach, you're going to get us canceled. Well, I like Dishonored. <laughs> I, no, I know, I know. But um, I, as long as no one brings up Twilight Princess, we're fine. Just kidding. We <laughs> are... Uh, Zach, what was uh, something fun that you found? You showed me this. This was cool. Um... <laughs> So some guy played all 12 mainline Assassin's Creed games and did it without taking damage at all from anything. That's pretty cool. Well, so and let me rephrase that. So there are certain parts in the game where like scripted, you're supposed to take damage, like in Brotherhood, Ezio gets shot and then he's like damaged for a while and you have to go find medicine. Yeah. But like other than unscripted damage parts of the game took no damage. And I think it said it took something like a thousand hours to complete. I'm pretty sure he, every time he took damage, he restarted the game. He restarted all the games or just the game he was playing? Just the game that he was on, I believe. Um, And it's not like he was playing on easy mode. He was like, if the game had the option to bump it up to the hardest difficulty, he was putting it on the hardest difficulty. Okay. There's a man, and I read this in a game, inf uh, a game informer in a lobby of when I was getting tested for my life insurance. So they had to like draw your blood and everything, whatever. Oh, yeah, so I'm reading a four year old game informer. Okay. <laughs> and there is a man, I don't remember his name, but he has done that same challenge with the dark souls games, except when he takes a hit, he restarts the entire series. So if he took, there was three times where he took a hit in dark souls three and he had to go back and beat dark souls one and two again without getting hit. I was like, I wish I had that commitment with like brushing my teeth or like going to the gym or like eating healthy because if he you sounds can, like a masochist, if you can do that in a video game, you play the same video game over and over and over again, not get hit. 
like you could be like a world athlete. Like you have the determination of like to do anything. Yeah, exactly. So with this, I had texted you today and I said, what other games do you think would be a good one for like a no hit run? Like I know breath of the wild, there's like a community challenge where, Oh, no hit run. What other games do you think would be good for that though? Cause there are just some like games good that are hard, like easy both. to do or hard well, to do easy, hard. Cause I feel like dark souls is easy, hard to do. Like, cause the nature of dark souls is it's hard, but I feel like it's easy enough to not take damage. Um, but I'm thinking like, you know, God of War 2018, I feel like, or just any of the God of War games. I feel Ghost like Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, That'd that would actually be, a, that would be a tough, but like fun one but too, doable. though. There's a game that it would be impossible and that's Divinity Original Sin too, because like it's all. Call about, of Duty. <laughs> uh, maybe like a, like a campaign mode. Maybe. No, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I just, I kind of thought about that. I wonder what other games would be really neat to try that with. But yeah, Dark Souls, I think I would actually rather pull my teeth out. Are then. we going to try it? Or is this just like hypothetical or just speculating? We could try it. I mean, I'd be down to try God of War, maybe Spider-Man. Oh, or like the Arkham games because Ooh, the combat is so fun. fun. Those are fun. Like like doing the Arkham games, like no hit run, Spider-Man, no hit run. Um, I haven't played like one of those games. I played, I don't think I played Arkham Knight. Honestly. You're not missing much. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, you have my copy of Spider-Man. Cough, That's cough. True. I'm gonna play. Ghost I know you're of getting Tsushima first. Dude. How far into Ghost of Tsushima are you? Not now? very far because my life is busy. I graduated grad school this week, everybody. Yeah, Yay! So everyone give Xanadu to congratulations um, on everything. Okay. Uh, I'm just okay. We got some. What? what okay, Gotham Knights. What is this? Uh, so you haven't seen any of this, huh? No. So is it like a fighter game? No. Imagine if the Avengers game was a Batman game. Remember okay. how Square oh, Enix yes, did? Yes, yeah, yes, imagine yes. that, except so the premise is Batman died, like the quarter owls got him. He got got like a punk. And so now Batgirl, Robin, Red Hood, and Nightwing have to protect Gotham. And that's kind of like the thing. And it looks very Avengers-esque with the gameplay loop and kind of the things that you're doing. You can play with one other person and you get to choose between those four characters and they all have different skills and abilities and all of that good oh, stuff. Yeah. A lot of people have been complaining because they're like, oh, Red Hood can teleport now. That's so fucking dumb. I'm like, I don't know, bro. It's a video game. Who cares? Yeah, I knew some of those words. Um, there's other games that got delayed, and Zach's going to be super excited about this one. The Witcher 3. But Xana, dude, how can a game get delayed that's already made? Because they're making it for the new consoles. And you know what? Apparently that was tougher than they had initiated, initially thought. I'm a little bummed about that one. I, because I, I saw that it was coming out and I was really jazzed about it because I'm definitely going to get it. But also, I mean, I, that's not one that I'm going to be super bummed about. Cause you know, you've already played it a thousand times. Um, like, Herbal Space Program 2. Never heard of that one. Delayed. Uh, it's like a flight sim game. I played the first one. It was actually huh. really fun. A lot of people enjoyed it, but it got delayed just like everything else that we love. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Uh, Boo. Which will be called Zelda the Zelda Breath of the Wild. 2. Death of the Wild. Death of the Wild. Um, Sons of the Forest is delayed. Interesting. Um, and then maybe the rest of these are nonsense words. King um, Arthur's Knight's Tale. Advance Wars Advance 1, one and, and 2, two reboot. reboot. That's delayed. I don't know why, but, you know, here we go. Uh, and then a bunch of other random things that no one cares about. And by no one, I mean, I'm sure someone does. 
I mean, every game is someone's favorite game. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, EA says that they're getting back into Lord of the Rings games. Oh no, please. EA. No, but the one on the Xbox was so fun. Yeah, <laughs> but that was because it was like EA had like little to nothing to do with that one. They yeah, just... Battle for Middle Earth one and two. That was EA. Yeah. Well, and they also did the Shadow of or no, did they do the Mordor games? Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. I don't know. If you're asking me to Google it, I'm not going to. Google I feel like they did. Um, yeah. Um, another thing, another topic that we think we were going to talk about at some point, and I want to hear everyone's thoughts is what the most popular game per state is. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's going to be a fun segment. Um, yeah. Yeah. I that don't... one's going to be like probably a longer thing because we're going to probably dive into why they like certain games and who knows. Yeah. We don't have that in front of us. No. But. No, no, no. Other than that, Zach, what have you been? Uh, what have you been playing? Any you replaying something? You playing something new? Yeah, I just started a new game in Elden Ring. I am going Samurai this time, but also I don't know why because Samurai is basically the same thing as Vanguard, except you mean Vagabond. Vagabond. Yep. Sorry. Um, but I'm having fun. I'm trying to go like no shield and two hand only. Yeah. So that'll be neat. Um, dipping my toe into Hades. I started playing Did Kirby. Did you beat Elden Ring on your first playthrough? No, I am not Elden Lord. Okay. I will forever be Elden Squire. We had to just, I had to clear that up. Everybody. Yeah, well, Sorry. did you? Yes. You stone-faced liar. No, I, I did, actually. You like beat that. the Elden Beast. Yeah, probably like a week and a half ago. Wow. I, I didn't know that. Congrats, man. Oh, thanks. Um, my I lord. I redid my entire build for it because yeah. I was playing a dex like, sword fighting build, uh, and it was not doing well. Didn't they, like mess with all of the different stats though because everyone was like how the fuck is a two-handed greatsword a dex weapon and not a strength weapon i don't know they they've uh, been um they have to like balance a bunch of stuff because yeah. they also have to factor in pvp and like the rivers of blood katana you know what i mean it's like oh the, my God, one of the, yeah. was one of the best pvp weapons just because bleeding was like really mm -hmm. op um but yeah, yeah. so you've been playing Elden Ring, yep. a little bit of hades yep a little, little tangent of, one of my how's uh how's kirby oh kirby's really fun it's cute. I feel like I would like it a lot more if I was younger because I'm already at the point where I'm like, okay, I can see how this is going to get real repetitive and not my thing. However, I, I that's more of like a bedtime game. Like I put that, yeah. that on the last 30 minutes. Little side tangent. My buddy is a tattoo artist and he just tattooed a Rivers of Blood Katana on someone. A oh, I thought you were going to be like it's whipping out. I don't know. Okay. it's We haven't done this in video format. So if anybody doesn't know, Zach's just tatted the I'm hell tatted, up. He's I'm covered tatted. and I'm... Oh. Yeah, uh, and some of them are video game related. Yeah, I got the Master Sword. Oh, He's I'm like smacking my mic. Yeah, I got the Master that Sword and stuff. We'll, we'll that cut that out. Yeah, we'll cut that out. Um, but yeah, I... What have you been playing, man? Oh, God. Divinity I, I, Original I'm, Sin. I'm, uh, Divinity Original Sin. What have you been... Uh, let me... How about this? What What other forms of media have you been consuming? Yeah, we got to talk games? about what we're watching. I've... Me and my wife are watching Girls on HBO, which oh. is uh, a show that came out in like 2012. I don't know. We always liked it. It's like it has Adam Driver in it, except he plays this like insanely weird dude, and he does such a good job in it. Is it's, this is that the show where the clip of him like I just had sex? I'm about to have nachos. Yeah, yeah, yes, nice, yes. nice. There is so many clips of Adam Driver saying Eat the this. most unhinged thing in in the world, and I love, I love it. it. Love um, so we're watching Girls, uh, Station Eleven. Oh, um, I bro. watched about half of it. That's the Grey's Anatomy spinoff, right? No, no, it's not. It's yeah. Station Eleven. What is Station Eleven about? It is about like a post-apocalyptic, like 
the whole world gets wiped out by yeah, what like, am I a flu like pandemic. What am I thinking? Uh, of? And it you know goes through the story of uh, a man who was supposed to you know go home to his friends, but he ended up having to like walk this girl like this you know stranded girl home, and then the pandemic starts. And in my defense, the spinoff Grey's Anatomy show is Station Nineteen. Well, it's a different station. The train got off a little bit before, and it's all about post-apocalyptic worlds. Um, okay. It's very interesting. Nice. If you are like into that kind of thing, um, like it's just like a really good story overall. It was a book, but I can't read that much. I like reading, not that much. It's a very long book. Cool. What have you been watching with your eyeballs? Um, binging Bob's Burgers so I can go see the movie. There's a Bob's Burgers movie? Yep, bro, it literally comes out the 27th. It comes out next Friday. Zach always knows when things are coming out, and I'm just living in my little bubble. Um, Do you like Batman? I've watched some of it, yeah. Do you like podcasts? Mm, yeah. Do yeah. you like podcasts that are scripted story things? About Batman? About Well, this one no. that I'm about to talk about is about Batman, okay, yes. Okay, sure. So I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna pitch it for all y'all out there. If you like podcasts, and after stuff. you finish our podcast, after you watch this episode in full, everyone in full, because we'll know, we'll know. Um, just kidding. Um, but yeah, there's this podcast out called Batman Unburied, and it's kind of like an audio book. The way it was described to me was it's like if it was a theater experience, but it was just recorded and set up for a podcast because there's all the sound effects and everything. It's really really cool. They do a lot of neat things with the conventional Batman story and kind of flip it around. Um, and cool little tidbit, the first black Batman, because he is the bat Bruce Wayne Batman in this is voiced by Winston Duke, who is a African American actor. Wow. He was Mbaku in black Panther. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really cool. I've only listened to the first episode. They're kind of doing like 30 minute episodes and each episode's released um like weekly so i think there's four or five episodes out now but i just finished the first one but it's really cool so if you're into batman stuff definitely go check it out check it out everybody um so that's what we've been up to we are going to cut to the interview with mitten we're going to be talking about uh being a high school esport coach um being a you know uh queer or gay gamer especially growing up mitten's a little bit on the older side i don't want to you know share his exact age just yet uh, but, you know, being an older person that's kind of viewed the industry from that lens over the years, uh, and then maybe some stuff about Final Fantasy 14. But anything else you want to add, Zach, before we cut to our B segment? No, I keep being awesome listeners. We love you guys. Um, we've been hearing a lot of good feedback. Um, so, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing and keep showing your support because we love it and it makes us feel good. All right, we are going to cut to a break. And if for some reason we started to get monetized uh, now before when we post, this is where the ad's going to be. <laughs> Wouldn't hold your breath. Hello and welcome back. Today, we are joined by Mitten, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. But first and foremost, we're going to be talking about being a high school esports coach. Um, Zach's also here. Hey, I am here. So Mitten, tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me how did you get into being an esports coach at the high school level? 
Uh, so I'm a lifelong gamer, literally like grew up with the original Nintendo system and onwards. So that's been my life for a very long time. And I'm 35 this year. So I've been doing it. Whoa. For <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, I'm so excited. Zach. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, so how did I get into esports coaching? Um, there was another person at the school I teach at that was the esports coach. And then right after the pandemic started and everybody was like sent home and we were doing virtual learning the end of that year, his position changed and he just approached an email to everybody saying like, Hey, who wants to do this? And I was like, that sounds like something I want to do. So here I am. <laughs> nice. As um, I'm, I'm 26. So I'm a little bit younger and esports is like kind of blown up. I would say, you know, within the last eight years, like it's always kind of been a thing, but definitely more recently, it's really in the forefront of like gaming. Um, is there anything that like you had to kind of like learn about or like that you just didn't realize was going to be a part of this position when you took it on that kind of surprised you? Uh, no, just because like, especially playing MMOs and things like that and like Destiny, you know, I've seen a lot of people doing things on Twitch and streaming and was aware of things like Overwatch being really popular and Fortnite having esports leagues and things like that. So I knew it existed. I just never knew it existed at the grade school level. Um, it's not like a self, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't run it myself. We are through a company. I won't name them because I don't want y'all to get in trouble. Okay. Um, <laughs> we work with a company. We pay them a fee that covers, you know, X amount of players for a season and it's split into fall and spring. Um, we only do Nintendo games. So we do Mario Kart, Smash Bros and Splatoon. I didn't know Mario Kart was that competitive. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's brutal. It is right? brutal. I, I, played, I played online Mario Kart once on my Switch. Never again. Never oh, again. Man. Well, I mean, I, like, I knew people played it online, but I didn't know it was, like, big enough for it to be, like, an esports thing. Oh, yeah. Like, um, but in the fall, we did have more games. And I actually have a kid who's going to the championships for FIFA, like, now. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and, there, and there's, like, scholarship money attached to it and stuff. But, that. like, there's a lot of setup for it. There's so much set up for it. So many things I have to like get through the school and through the district and to get okayed through our IT apartment. So there was a lot of stuff on that side that was hard lessons and a lot of learning for me. <laughs> yeah, I I can only imagine as someone that's kind of like entrenched in the bureaucracy of the school system. Um, like I couldn't even get like my robots that we were using connected to the wi-fi it took me like two months for it to come out so i can only imagine if you're like putting in a ticket for like <laughs> i need seven nintendo switches on the that's wifi. what it like, was like, i was like, like the it guy coming out was just like are you kidding me right now well so the it guys were one of the actually i was lucky because our it guys were actually the ones that kind of like started pushing for the esports in our district oh nice so when i went to them and i was like hey i have these 10 kids with nintendo switches they need to be added to the private network we need all of these games unblocked like i just sent them this list of ip addresses i was like this all needs to be whitelisted and they were like that's a lot and i was like yes it is <laughs> <laughs> And but you know the kids are restricted. It's only like from three p.m. to like seven p.m. that they have it open. So they're like, "Oh, can I use my Switch at school?" And I'm like, "After school, you can." <laughs> <laughs> so no Smash Bros. attorneys and class kids. Sorry. 
Unless they do local. Hope they're not Unless they do anymore. local. Well, <laughs> we do have some teachers that towards the end of the year, we do like to have a little fun sometimes and bring them in for the kids and do nice. some of that class. I, I have hit that point. It is fun time every day now. I'm tr- struggling to be like, okay, let's start a new project with all my I know. <laughs> We're in our state testing phase right now. So oh. it's like kids are in the rooms for three hours who aren't testing. I'm like, what are we going to do for three hours? <laughs> yeah, right. We have our state test tomorrow and uh, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst part of the year. Yep. It is. It is. <laughs> um, so some technical questions. So you have these students who are, you know, practicing. Do you get matched up to other schools in your district? Are you matched up to other schools in the program nationally? I, I'm imagining since you don't have to travel um, to do these competitions, right? Right. Okay. Uh, it depends on the game, actually. So some games are state only. So oh. Smash Bros is state only. Really? But yeah. Why is that? So- I don't know. It's just um, our athletic. Or- I teach in Virginia. So we have the mm. Virginia High School League. Um, so they're the ones that get to decide what games we play with this company and stuff. Cause they do offer things like overwatch and Fortnite, but they're like, no, there's like guns in them. So we can't oh, no. do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. So, cause the kids really want those games. I'm like, sorry guys, I don't make that decision. So for some reason, smash brothers is state only, but then Splatoon and Mario Kart are regional and we're part of the Eastern region. So we can play schools all the way from like Florida up to Maine. Maine. Yeah. So, and it being online, that makes it really easy for us to play all these people. And the company we use, thankfully, they organize the schedule. The games are set on specific days. So, I can't remember off the top of my head. Tuesday was Splatoon, Wednesday was Smash Brothers, and Thursday was Mario Kart. Mario Kart takes the longest. I could imagine. Yeah. Because they do three rounds of six races. 18 races takes a while to go. Yeah, it does. So do do certain kids only play, like, do you have, like, a you guys are the Mario Kart squad and you guys are the Smash squad, or is it, do they all play every single one? Um, I have some kids that play multiple games. I have some that play all three and some that only play one. Um, okay. Some kids were only interested in Splatoon. Some wanted Smash and Mario Kart. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did tryouts for uh, smash brothers because that was the most popular and i did an elimination style tournament and the way i did it at the end was the person who won was guaranteed a spot the person they fought against in the last round was guaranteed a spot and then the two of them got to choose their third okay so i figured that was a fair way and then the second team i handpicked the other three Mm -hmm. um Mario Kart was basically anybody who wanted to play got it, and same for Splatoon, because they're not as popular, but we had enough to make teams. Yeah. Cool. Um, as far as, like, so I've always, like, wanted to start an esports team at the school, but, like, when I was looking into it, like, you can't get some funding, but I was trying to I was trying to coach Valorant, because that's, like, the only game that I know more than, like, the average player about, and even then I'm pretty bad. But I was looking to start a Valorant team this year, and I realized I was going to have to, you know, get, like, six gaming computers and then also find a space to put them and also, you know, like, run, like, get all this funding. So do you think it's a lot more feasible for schools to start off with, like, this console version and then maybe they, you know, get into, like, CSGO or Valorant or Overwatch later on? Like, what was the startup of this like as far as, like, hardware goes? So the school, so the coach before me, they only did Rocket League because the company we go through, Rocket League is completely free to play. Like you don't have to pay for their fees or anything. 
um, and the school actually had computers that could barely run them uh, for Rocket League. So that's what we used for that. And then um, when I came in, Rocket League wasn't popular. And I was like, well, basically everybody and their mother has a Switch, right? Yeah. Um, so I think starting off with the Nintendo Switch games is easiest just because like one, if everybody has one and the games, you don't have to pay for that. You could probably easily get district money to pay for the family plan, which is what, 30 something dollars for the whole year for six people or something. And you cover half of your team with it. Um, so I think starting with Nintendo Switch is definitely the way to go. And because from that, if you grow and you're successful, then you can go to the district and be like, hey, we want to play these games, but you can only play them on computer. We've had some success. Give us money. Because, you know, that's how it works in the school district. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is, uh, like, what? how often do you practice? Like, how often are there games? I guess, like, I'm asking a lot of these questions personally because I'm like, I want to know oh, it's what, fine. I'm getting, what I'm getting well, into yeah, right. if I decide to go through with this. Um, but, like, what would what is like your after school commitment look like in every week? Because you know, if, for the listeners out there that may not have worked in the educational system, like you're teaching all day. You know what I mean? A lot you're of people, papers at night. Yeah, a lot of people go and you know host these things after school, and you, a lot of times you don't get paid no. for it. Some districts do, some districts don't. So, like, what is your average time commitment for this team uh, after school every week? It is not paid. Yeah, I do not I, get paid. My, my, my <laughs> robotics club is not paid, so. Um. So the time commitment, it's really not that bad. So our school gets out at 3.09 every day. Um, and so then after... Yeah. What time we, do you guys start? 8.20. Uh, oh, well, okay, okay. Okay. All right. We start an hour earlier than you and get out. I mean, like, yeah. I mean we, our high school, like, when we went, we started at 7.25. Ask oh, yeah. Same. 7.25. Okay. Yeah. So when I started teaching here, they were like, yep, school starts at 820. I was like, what? I was at school at like 630 like, <laughs> right. when I was in high school. Um, so 309 is when school gets out. The kids all show up around 315. Then the after school buses for those who ride come at around 445. So, you know, it's only like an hour and a half after school, but matches themselves. Like I said, each week it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So game on Tuesday, game on Wednesday, game on Thursday. Um and they all started at 4 p.m. Eastern. Sometimes the opponent would want to start later, so we would have to do that if they wanted to. Um, things like Splatoon, done quick. You're there for 30 minutes. In, out, thank you, goodbye. Um, yeah. Smash Bros, we kept getting teams that didn't know the rules, didn't know the mm-hmm. level setup. Didn't, so it's like we had to spend all this extra time like making sure like you understood, like, oh, you can't change your character without telling us. Oh, you can't pick this level. It's not allowed kind of stuff. So those we would usually be to school until like five or so. And then Mario Kart, because it took so long, just you're doing 18 races. If you have to do all three rounds, we'd be there to like 530 sometimes. Oh, that could, so, that could be kind of brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but practices, I would say, I was like, okay, you guys come in on Monday. You can play whatever game you want for that day for your practice. And then you can come in on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if you're not playing a game to practice your game. And so they would come in those days to do that. And then a lot of them would just play at home. Right? That's Because they were all like, friends with each other. So they just go home, hop on Smash and... That's like a I lot different than, you know, like if, if you played lacrosse, right? Like you can't go right. home and really get in like a lot of practice, but you can just kind of take it. and like, Right. Know. Yeah. Like you just have the, you have one of those bounce back nets. That yeah. you... Now, let me ask, 
do you have an, is there like an assistant coach? I, I like, I know like every sports team has an assistant coach, but or is it just you doing it or is there, do you have like other teachers or whoever coming in? Um, so we are required to have an IT person as a quote unquote coach okay. or assistant coach, because like if we have IT issues, then he's our right. go-to. Um, so there's that one. And then the previous coach also has like stepped up. Like if, um, you know, when I had COVID, Obviously, I can't be there to with the kids, so he was right. there with them. Or if I'm out, then I have another teacher friend who will be like, "Hey, I like the esports kids. I'll hang out with them." Because that's really all you're there for at that point is making sure they don't burn down the school, the building, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they're yeah. high schoolers, you know. Oh, you never know what they'll fine. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think, but. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Some of my high schoolers are worse than when I taught the middle schooler. As far as like oh immaturity I taught middle goes, school too. Yeah, because they're just like so confident now. Like when they're middle school, they're like questioning things. They don't know, you know, they're pushing limits. But in high school, they know the limits now. And they're like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about the limits. No, I, I, oh, I, I yeah. don't. Detention. Yeah, detention. <laughs> detention. <laughs> All right. We do have a few other topics that we'd like to get to. Yes. So, sure. Um, Mitten, we have, uh, in our little pre-chat, um, we talked about queer topics in gaming. So, you know, we, uh, as most of us should know, uh, Pride Month is next month. Yep. And, you know, this is kind of an important subject due to the fact that, like, this has always been a community that has not been super welcoming. I'm talking mm -hmm. about gamers as a whole, right. gamers, mm -hmm. capital G. Um, gamers as a whole have not been, you know, very welcoming to people that do not look like them or act like them. Um, so why, why do you think it's really important for us to, you know, talk about and embrace this, you know, these other people that are enjoying the games that we do, um, even if they have a different, you know, sexual orientation than us? Oh, where to begin? <laughs> yeah, that was Honestly. a very large and loaded question. So I do. Yes. Um, I mean, the one, there's a few things in recent memory that I can think of, like the biggest one being The Last of Us 2. I was just going to oh. bring that up. I was going to ask what you th your thoughts on that. Because I personally, right? I love it. I have played all of The Last of Us. And, like, and I remember when the DLC for the first came came out, everyone was like, I don't know how I feel about this Ellie teenage be girl player. being i don't like watching teenagers kiss i'm like no i think your problem is that they're gay i don't think it's that she's a teenager like i like not to be like i don't know but like i mean i i personally i love it i think it's a great call on their part yeah i i don't know that could have been my other hot take is the last of us 2 is actually a good game <laughs> yeah. oh oh dude i'm with you i'm I, with you i, I think it's a great game hot take but i mean it's important for you know to people to have that exposure and that like something that they enjoy to also show something that they can relate to. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause like growing up as a young gay person, I didn't have that growing up. So when I grew up and it's like, Oh, I can play games that there are people like me in it. I feel good about this. It feels like I belong here kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the reason why RPGs nowadays, especially are becoming so much more, popular like with the character creator because it mm -hmm. is that thing of okay i can be in the game i mean you know i i can't even begin to imagine what the struggles growing up homosexual is because i am not so a lot of these games are tailored for the straight white man you know um but like i mean we've talked about this before um like in tiny tina's wonderlands that just came out this year like the 
uh, like the presets for genders are just this or that, which I think is like super oh, that's funny, great. but yeah. it's just, it's just like super cool. Like, it's just like, you can be this one or that one doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, I like that more and more games are really just starting to be like, dude, get over yourselves. Like, it's yeah. Time to so on. in the most recent final fantasy 14 patch, actually, like there's dragons in the game surprise final fantasy. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> at one point the guy is like talking about his quote unquote, his quote unquote, sister quote-unquote but basically like and it says like fuck gender we're dragons like yeah <laughs> and so i was like oh that was really like it, it was like very subtle it wasn't like in your face or anything like that it was just like a point and then he moved on i was like and that's how it should be you know like yeah and like i just i've noticed too like in a lot of games coming out as of late it's like you know a lot of rpgs the a trope that they have is oh you can romance xyz characters and i remember our, I was playing Mass Effect and I was playing yes. as male Shep and there was a guy that I wanted to romance in the first one and I couldn't. And I was like, oh, that's that that's weird to me. But also like I mean Ma- Mass Effect one came out in what, two thousand eight? Yeah. But like but like I mean now you look at Assassin's Creed and it's like, Hey, I wanna be Alexios and I wanna bang all the dudes like and Assassin's Creed is like, go for it. We have zero issues with you banging every dude in the city, like kind of thing, which I think is great. Yeah, 2007 was... I was actually going to talk about Mass Effect, so I was like, you know, that was, I think either Mass Effect or Dragon Age was one of the first times where I, like, I played a male character and I could romance a male. Mm-hmm. And that, like, because, you know, up to that point, oh, God, 2007, I was 20, so I had just, like, graduated high school a couple years before, I was still mm-hmm. trying to figure myself out, and I was like, it gave me a way to explore my sexuality without, like, having to be out about it i guess and i thought that and i think that's just really important for people to have it really is and then like another example i can think of recently especially like capital g gamers is when dead by daylight came out about david king yep because there's a lot of crossover with lgbt culture and horror movies as well like horror movies are in horror in general is really big for the gay community i'm sure if you go on twitch there's a lot of like drag queens and gay people playing dead by daylight and i just remember the david king stuff came out and people were like i don't well before it was like oh we don't care what sexuality he is and all of a sudden they're like yep he's gay they're like Uh, yeah um i have two points to make uh you said something about dragon age and then we talked a little bit about dead by daylight and just from you know all my online interactions you know i am friends with my you know a large group of people that come from different backgrounds and everything like that every single online mutual that i have not everyone, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of the gay community that I know online is that our gamers are big fans of Dragon Age yes, and yes. Dead by Daylight. And a lot <laughs> what you pointed out was Dragon Age, they let you make those choices. It lets you kind of see yourself in a game. Um, and, you know, 2008, we could be doing better at that age, but like, hey, it's better than nothing. And now that kind of like paved the way for like a lot of these RPGs that are just like, hey, we don't really care. Like, and we're just going to let you create the experience that you want to have. Yeah. That's really what RPGs are about. Totally. Yeah. And then my second point was more of a question. So, um, you know, you, you said that earlier you'd grew up on the original Nintendo system. You know, uh-huh. you have gaming has been a large part of your life. And I started at, like the N64 era. So, you know, I missed out on like, that early, yeah. early jump. But how drastic do you think the change is with like representation in gaming from like the conception of the first console to like how far we are now? Do you think it's like a steady climb? Do you think it has, has had a sharp incline these last few years or what do you think about that? 
Oh, that's tough. Because, I mean, basically, like, on the original systems, there was none. Yeah. You know, like, gay, lesbian characters. Like, there may have been some here and there, but not, like, they would have been... They would have been tropes, you know, like the stereotypical can't be gay or something like Mm. that. But like like butch lesbian flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's a mix of like steady and sharp because like, especially after 2000, I would say like you saw some more representation here and there. But then, you know, especially like in the last like, I don't know, like five, eight years, there's just been a lot more of it and it, i don't know if that's necessarily like a there was just like this huge increase in it or it's just we get more content now than we did before especially because you know so many people can put out indie titles like stardew valley and things like that where they can just push out all of this stuff and people can just consume it a lot quicker yeah yeah um i think like the representation like seeing the representation is great um i also feel like as someone who plays like I play like a lot of Valorant. I play like a, you know, that's pretty much like my only competitive game that I've been really into in the last few years. But um, that and like League of Legends, you know, let's talk about any of these games that are traditional. Oh boy, League of, of Legends. Toxic and <laughs> uh, that's one that I'm G glad gamers. I missed. Um, I mean, it is extensive how far people will go to be homophobic in those games. And then we could broaden this conversation to on Twitch in general people finding streamers that are streaming under the LGBTQ plus, you know, tag or the lesbian tag or the gay tag. And I just feel like the internet has done a lot for people to see this representation and to feel accepted communities. But I also kind of feel like it's also done a lot in giving these people an anonymous source of like hate. You know what I mean? Yes. Totally. Is, is that new or has that always been a thing? I don't think that's new at all. Right. Because people have always, hated that's such a strong word but i mean it's true no no no. it's true people have always hated stuff that's different from them that they don't accept you know so i don't think i think if anything the anonymity has made it worse because before like people like their opinions were known and people know who it is so like they could go and be quote-unquote like punished for their opinions but now because of the internet they can stay totally anonymous, say whatever they want, and nobody knows any better. Yeah. Now, let's end on a positive note. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were talking earlier about Final Fantasy XIV, the hit MMO. Um, was it a hit, though? It was. It is a hit. With the critically acclaimed <laughs> expansion, Heaven's Word, with the free trial up to level I, 60. And I, no- I'm playing Devil's Advocate. <laughs> I played Listen. a lot of the free trial, uh, and I really did like it, but... It wasn't a hit at launch. They messed it up, and then they restarted, and then it was good after that. But... Wasn't it? Sorry to cut you off, like I always do. Wasn't that the one where they were like, "Hey, a meteor hit the world." Oh no! Yes, dragon. and restarted it because oh, a dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bahamut, yeah. Bahamut. That's came you in. know what? That's that's fucking rad. Though. That's kind of cool. Um, but one of the things that people always talk about this game, and it's very rare to hear this from like an online gaming community, is that they say Final Fantasy XIV's community is like extremely wholesome and like really welcoming to new players. Is That's that true? Of on the internet, yeah. I mean, everyone yes. has trolls, but like overall, right. you know what I mean. Yes, like, overall, the community is very welcoming. We love having new people, but you know, there was a meme when the newest expansion came out, um, Endwalker. 
I play on one of the more populated servers. There were queues of like 7,000. So there were memes that were like, we get it. You want to play our game? Go play something else, please. Come back later. <laughs> just for a little um, bit. <laughs> just for a little bit. But yeah, we love it when new people come. Like I got my cousin into it. I got other friends into it. You know, and like, they, especially after WoW kind of just like shit the bed, um, a lot of people started to come to Final Fantasy and the community doesn't really accept a lot of like those wow toxic attitudes yeah so they'll call those people out and be like hey we don't do that here yeah right so and we love we call them sprouts because when you start the game you have a little green sprout next to your name so that's how people know you're new and it'll be like oh hey you're new do you want tips on how to play this is you know stuff that you can do to be better and for the vast majority of people they're they're pretty responsive to having you know advice given to them but you know you do run into your we say wow fugees um that (laughs) can be toxic from time to time and you try to give them advice and they're like you don't pay by subscription but yeah overall our community is very wholesome like we love new people we love to help them i just i play for fun you know (laughs) yeah and and, and aren't all video games supposed to be fun that's they're for fun unlike what isn't the square enix ceo the one that was like we're gonna do nfts because gaming shouldn't be fun yeah (laughs) also i don't think any world of warcraft player after like two or three years is doing it for fun yeah no they're not and that was me i that was me i i was was just like what what am i one day i literally just woke up and i was just like why am I so stressed out about mining imaginary rocks? <laughs> like, I, gotta, I gotta do something else. And that's when I literally, I ended my subscription right there. And I was like, I'm going to play like, like Overwatch or something. You know what I mean? Like I was just and like, I just got to play something else. Another great thing about Final Fantasy 14 is that we call it a theme park MMO because there is something from basically every Final Fantasy ever created in the game, in the game somehow into Final Fantasy 14. So if you're a fan of the Final Fantasy series, there's probably something in here you will find that you will love in some way, shape, or form, whether it's like a raid or fashion items or a character or something like that. They have just pulled in something basically from every Final Fantasy ever created. So can can I tell everybody a secret? Yeah. You've never played a Final Fantasy. I don't think I've ever played a Final Fantasy. (gasps) Oh, thank God. I'm not the only one on this podcast that has never seen Final Fantasy. That I should start with the seven remake if I wanted to get into it. At my I have age. opinions there. Okay. I have opinions there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've never well, played a Final right. Fantasy. This as is well. helpful though for the listeners. Have you ever oh. played a Final Fantasy game? Nick is going to tell us which one is the no. best. Uh, well, my favorite, hands down, is nine. Final Fantasy nine, I think, is the best. I do not like the seven remake just because I do not like that combat system that they did with like 15 and the seven remake and those things. I just don't like it. Is it not? Great, I, it's, it's like this hybrid kind of oh, thing. I don't, I don't and think it's I'm like, like that. Let me ask, do you not like final fantasy seven the way that I don't like Ocarina or do you like, <laughs> cause like, I, mean, I think I, your hatred for Ocarina is unjustified. I'll just, I listen well, to your Zelda. It's not <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hate seven. I don't hate, hate the seven, remake. the original. I don't like the remake. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I will say, I feel like half of my hatred for Ocarina and Twilight Princess is more so for the meme at this point. Than for <laughs> yeah, anything you're else, definitely but... doing it to like, I love Twilight Princess. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, the Twilight... No, we can't get into this. We no, talk about I, this like every no, I know. I listened to that episode and my just heart just kept breaking. <laughs> like five, this is like the fifth week in a row where we've been like, yeah, Zach hates Twilight Princess. Um, <laughs> 
but as far as like which one to start with, I don't know. Four is a great one. Three is great. They're all great in their own way, except I hate eight. I just don't like eight. I don't, okay, I've I just heard don't that like before, it. Yeah. It's a good story, but everything else about it, not a fan. But in, four would be a good place to start. I'm just going to ask some general questions. Is it, because honestly, I've, I don't even think I've ever watched gameplay. I, this is how bad it's it like is. It's like a JRPG. It's like... a, so I level up my characters. Like it's turn-based. Like mm. each kind of plays a little role. Like I, I'll have a healer and maybe like a tank and is that how for the classic ones, yes. Okay, I love that. That's honestly like one of my favorite. Yeah, for classic, like it, up and t- up through ten, they did turn. Well, twelve. No, up through ten, they did turn based. Right, you have a little meter that fills up. You take your turn. Hooray! And you have party members. You can switch them out. Everybody has a job. That kind of stuff. So. I love that. And see, that's why I've never played them because I really am not a huge fan of the JRPG mechanics. I don't know why, and like because on paper I would like JRPGs, but the only, I've played two JRPGs. It was Dragon Quest Eight or Seven, and Dragon Quest Inquisition or Dragon Quest, like like whichever the the one that's on Switch is, like okay. the new one. You okay. almost said Dragon Age. Inquisition. Dragon Age Inquisition. I, I almost I almost said Dragon Quest Inquisition. Dragon Quest like eleven, I think. Like like Dragon Quest eleven, I think I played, and like I liked those enough, but it was like yeah, I just. Towards the end, I really am so bored of the turn-based combat. And that's my big turnoff, too, for, like, um, a lot of the... Why can't I think of it? Uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I I really couldn't vibe uh-huh. with it because I don't like turn-based combat stuff. Well, luckily, with the Final Fantasy remakes, I think they put in, like, fast-forwarding mechanics. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, you can speed cool. up the combat and stuff. And I can understand JRPGs because they can be very grindy. Yeah. yeah. Very grindy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which... Yeah, I'm playing Divinity Original Sin 2 right now, which it, I wouldn't say is technically a JRPG, but it has like a whole party management system. Well, it's based off of D&D, isn't it? Like D&D yes, mechanics? Yes. yes. Um, okay, I don't want to take up too much of your time. We just hit the 30-minute mark. Um, cool. Are you, like, is there anything you want to plug? Any way people want to find you? You want to put your Twitter out there? People can look at your funny tweets. You do have good um... Oh, I do have good tweets, sure. Oh, uh, 100% you do. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Mitten Games, G-A-Y-M-E-S. Get it? Because uh, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> wait. I literally never even... God, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. And then uh, awesome. Mitten is a, is a play on my name because my real name is Tim. M-I-T-T-O-N backwards is not Tim. Oh, 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 okay. And that was my character's that was my character's name in WoW days. So yeah, oh. you can follow me on Twitter, Mitten okay. Games. Um that's probably the best place to follow me for like gaming stuff. Um yeah. So that Play will be esports linked. if your school district does it. Yes, I would <laughs> yeah. like I would like to. Um so that will be linked in the episode description below. Uh and we just appreciate you coming on and we had a good time and thanks for having me. Oh, thanks anytime, for coming anytime. Yeah. Now I have to leave and go do some ultimate rating in Final Fantasy. And <laughs> we wish you the best. We hope the team wins and go everybody's awesome. Alrighty. Have a good one. Welcome back. We hope that you enjoyed that interview with Mitten. We had a really good time talking to him. Uh, so we are in our outro. So we are wrapping up. Zach, where can people find us if they want to interact with us? Twitter, 
Facebook, we're going to be getting TikTok more up and running. I am so, I'm such an old lady with TikTok, so Xanadude's going to be helping me, showing me the ways. Cracking my knuckles. Cracking you know, knuckles. it's time for me to break open the Pixel Files account. Definitely, um, but yeah, um, yeah, definitely follow us on all those socials. Uh, it'll all be linked, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok, is just Pixel Files. It's easy enough to find us there. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're active almost always on those things. Um, I, I usually tweet out during my lunch breaks. Or, you know, we'll, we'll make Facebook polls and try to get your guys' opinions on things. So if you just want some good conversations and good vibes, definitely go check those out. Yeah, we are going to expand over the summer. Uh, also, we did lie. We did say last week's episode was going to be in video format. Um, we are working on editing. I'm teaching myself video editing now as well as audio editing so that we can be posting these episodes to YouTube and make clips with them on TikTok and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for all those new accounts and such. We do have a Patreon. There's nothing in there yet. We have an you, episode coming. But if you want to give one. us money anyways for doing what we do, feel free to sign up. Yeah. And, oh, Burp, you can always email us at pixelpalspodcasting at gmail.com. No, no one emails me. All of these are going to be linked in the episode description below. Next week, we have a big episode. We are going to be watching. I know we said this earlier. We're watching the Mario movie. Yep. And then we're going to talk about it. Yep. And it's going to be fun, okay? This is so supposed fun. to be fun. It might not be that fun, honestly. The movie seems pretty bad. But Depends on it'll how... be fun. We'll make it fun. Yes. And oh, yes. we'll make after it that, um, so if no one's noticed, the episodes now kind of have a format. We do a week of interview, and then we have a week of solo content, interview solo content. And we'll see if that works. Um, but, you know, we always have a fun time, regardless if it's just me and Zach or if there's another guest. So... Thank you, everybody, and Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out.